Welcome to Kick In. I'm Sam Proof from samproof.tv. And I'm Artemo from friendsofthetable.net. And this is Kick In, the original crowdfunding show. Catch us live on YouTube most of the time Thursdays. I know it's not today. And find the audio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and everywhere podcasts are available. And now available in the uh, iPhone App Store, you get our mobile app with uh, all the things we talk about and tips and advice on your, you know, running your own crowdfunding campaign. Today on the show, it's the battle of the bots as we compare two children's robots that promise to teach coding to a new generation. But first, let's take a look at what's happening this week in the world of crowdfunding. King, king, king. King, king, king. Uh, first, we have Warfighter World War II, a tactical card game series. It's at over 130% of its go- uh, 25,000 goal in one day and is storming the beaches of KickTrack's top 10 list, looking at the number one spot. I really did not read that well. Yep, that was it. That was the thing. <laughs> Lead me, led me right into the Russians are coming. That's not a good segue. Man, not man. at this point. Uh, and they're launching more than just a Kickstarter campaign. They aim to launch a satellite which is being called the brightest star. See, that's how you read that. Sure. Uh, Mayak, it's promised to debut a self-destructing satellite technology that will clean up space. Oh, that is just a weird lie. There's a lot. There's, I don't know. Have you seen that project? No. It's, uh, yeah, it's a little satellite. It's got like a giant solar sail kind of thing that's going to aim back uh, in, you know, toward Earth. So that, hence the brightest star. And then... It's got some kind of self-destruction thing going on there. So when they're done their experiment, they just destroy it instead of creating more space de- uh, debris. Oh, it just destroys itself. Yeah, it just destroys it. From what like I, a, it's a satellite I, killer. I think it's just a uh, an example of what we should do in future satellites. Right. It's not a. It's not a. Yeah, it's a it's not going to go spy. around cleaning up space. Um, have you donated to uh, any Kickstarters this week or gotten anything in the mail? No, I've gotten a bunch of backer surveys this week. That's, oh, that's fantastic. Been a, been a what big a... survey week. A lot of people want to know where I live. Yeah, they and... should probably know that if, if you ordered stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, how are those? Are they good? Yeah, I hope so. I, I, it's, all, it's all stuff we've talked about on the show before, but like, I, I, I'm so anxious to get the last Sentinels of the Multiverse expansion on... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. it's not until like September or something. It's I'm I'm really wasting my time. Right. I'm shocked. I feel like it's been a month since you've come in and saying you've donated to anything. That might be true. It's, it's, maybe slow, slow time of the year for you. Uh, what's my? <laughs> back... Yeah, my last backed project was Escape Room in a Box. Oh yeah. When does that release? Um... Did they? I assume they got their funding. I think we said that they did. They did. They're <laughs> open for pre-orders, and during the campaign, they were promising a ship time of February 2017. Oh. We'll have a new little... president before I have escape from wow. the box. All right. <laughs> well, what do you got up first? First today, we have the Cody Bot. It's the latest campaign aimed at teaching kids to learn coding young. It's three-fourths of its way to its $100,000 goal with over a month to go. So it would bring in a new wave of geniuses or preparing for a nightmarish apocalypse of LED faces on our Terminators. Hmm. Custom designable LED faces. <laughs> I'll be emoji. Yeah, that's, see, that's, there you go. That's everyone, <laughs> everyone in that horrible future had to be killed by the same Austrian man. Right. Whereas we could be killed by whoever we oh. want. Who 
Oh, unicorn. <laughs> this one even has a laser add-on pack. Oh, that's pretty cool. So what? you can shoot lasers at other Cody bots. Okay. Uh, does it say anything about the... Uh... So the, the whole thing that we're, we're getting into today is both of these projects are, uh, are robots that are programmable by uh, kids. Yeah. So I assume it's got like custom packs of like code bits, you know, like blocks of code that you kind of drop in or something. Yeah, I believe it's it's like a, it's a sub, somewhat modular coding yeah. system because uh, it does mention how you could you drop in. You know, it can dance, but you can't program it to dance. Right, I can't You're be like, I it... specifically want the waltz. Right, unless that's one of the five dances it can do. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like, uh, oh god, I can't remember the the thing I wanted to equate this to. There, there was something like this a long time ago, I feel like, in my childhood. But uh, on a computer level. Sure. You know, so it's like... Oh, go forward five spaces, turn left, dance, turn on light, stop. It is definitely something like that, yes. There was a there was a robot. There was a little ro There was, like 20 years ago, there, this exact thing, basically, except no laser. <laughs> so it was basically worthless? Is that what you're saying? I mean, no, this, I this assume This will connect it... to your Wi-Fi, you could control yeah, I mean... with a phone app. I mean, it's one of these things where, where you're... They, they say it's good for 6 to 60, which yeah. is... I mean, I mean, for probably, a couple days yeah. while you're entertained by it. Now, how much is the Cody bot going for? Uh, you get an early bird reward still. They have 22 left as of this recording and probably zero left by the time you hear this uh -huh. uh, for $99. Okay. The regular price for that is $130. If you want the laser add-on, it's $150 and there are no early birds for that. And you do want the laser add-on. Oh. All right, now I'm going to jump right into the second one, and we're going to put these guys head-to-head -head in a real battle of the bots. Uh, ending soon is a Cubetto, the current trending uh, trend in coding for children with a screenless robot experience. Mm. Uh, it is Montessori-approved and inspired by, inspired by turtle programming language. Uh, and they just went forward... Uh, damn it, I messed that joke up. They just went dot forward... To 966,000. That's a turtle joke dot forward. Oh, I see that. Yeah, see, that's, that's what that is. Now, I, I coded in turtle. That was my first thing oh. for about four days, at which point I was like, this is a pain in the ass to make this thing go 10 pixels. Yeah. Um, so now the, uh, the big difference here is now yours has the hyper-friendly LED screen uh, for a face, and this is... Uh, it might as well just be a wooden machine. Yeah. Like there's, you know, no phone app. There's no technology really right in your face, which is kind of a cool thing for kids. Yeah. Uh, like there, there's a lot of studies that say screen time is bad, you know? Sure. So this, this addresses that in comparison to the, uh, the Cody bot. Yeah. And, and theoretically this is, this is applicable, right? If you, if you knew how to do this, you'd be able to take this and, and be be the start of a, a it, it teaches you a way of thinking sure. and, and it's the same i think these both use the same sort of uh logic the cody bot just has sort of physical uh sorry the cubetto has physical tiles that you place and each shape and color represent different things hmm. from my understanding um it is also this is good to know uh an Ardu uh wait is it actually arduino yeah i think it has an arduino uh, compatible brain. So Arduino is a very prominent in the DIY maker community as like a sort of 
easily accessible open source uh, programming module. Huh. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about that, but I threw a bunch of words in there. <laughs> um, and the Codibot, I believe, was based on a Google programming language, if I recall right. Oh, huh. I feel like I saw that at one point. Whereas this is this is a much more, I don't know, I, I would always say it's not universal, but it's Google, right? Google is Google so it's pretty so much own everything. Google yeah. is the universe. Yeah. The Googleverse. The Googleverse. Um, but this seems a little more like small child friendly. Your smallest child is sure. about to be in the hypothetical age range for, for Cubetto. Yeah, the Cubetto does say it's uh, ages three and up. So we got yeah. three years before the Cody bot on this one. Uh, and uh, man, then they're so far along that all of their packages are pretty much gone at this point. Yeah, you're um, going for $195. Yeah, so it is It is kind of, you know, a pricey thing comparatively, right? Is that right? Cody yeah. bought was a little cheaper. Cody a I mean, little, but little all cheaper. in all, that's not, you know, that's not a unreasonable amount of money for a little robot. I would almost expect to pay for that, you know, like that amount. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure, you know, that price will go up when they're in stores. Yeah. I believe both of these are, are, are friend prices. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think why they're both doing so well. Um, I, I've definitely seen other coding for children projects come and go on, on Kickstarter here and there, and they all seem to do okay. Uh, these two seem to be doing very okay. Um, well, it's like it's it's like a it it reaches out to something in parents, right? Where they want to feel like they're giving their kids a chance at yeah. like this new. Yeah, it's very much a leg up in in the you know scary scary future. <laughs> like, I would love to be able to have dropped this money and you know grab both of these, so I could give you know Betty the Cubetto right now, and three years later the Cody Bot. Sure. Assuming well, the, the three years, maybe. Maybe everything. I'm else. sure. Yeah, everything in the future will be like, oh, I could just buy a Coke and it does the same thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the Coquetto. Great. <laughs> um. But it's also you know if everyone's teaching their kids to code, it's going to become a less valuable skill, right? It's it's one of those things where if is it? It's like typing, right? Typing used to be a, a skill that you could get a premium for, and now it isn't. Sure, but those people who can't type these days sure they're just what are they doing i can't type i don't you really i mean i can't t- i can't do i can't touch type no mm, i can and look where i am yeah oh. you own the studio we're in right that's now. true i mean <laughs> i rent but uh, yeah that's yeah. yeah fair enough uh i i don't know i i'm a big subscriber to educating everyone up Sure. You know, there's all this talk about uh, getting rid of algebra, and I'll be the first person to say, I hated algebra. I hated math. But uh, I would be a dumb idiot, <laughs> you know, without those things. Oh, no, I definitely think, you know, you should encourage your kids to learn. You should, they should learn whatever interests them and more. But, but it is, like, I've heard people, like, talking about, like, learning to code as if it's some, like, gateway to bil- being a billionaire. And it's like, yeah, slow down. You know, there's going to be a lot yeah. of... In, in 20 years, there's going to be a lot of kids who know how to there's, code. There's 10, at... something like 10 billion apps right now. Yeah. Learning to code is just going to make you one small drop in that giant bucket. But yeah. I think, you know, learning to code this young will give you a slight advantage. Yes, if, if 7 billion people are doing it, 
I don't know. I don't know if you'll get to stand out in that crowd, but how many people are going to keep doing it for 20 years? Right. You know, that that's that's something else on top of this. So but, it's like everyone takes that first level of, of whatever, you know, everyone. Swim class. Swim class, no, gymnastics, you know, right. basketball. Yeah, we all did wood shop. How many yeah. of us are making furniture? I don't know anyone who makes furniture. I mean, I made... Nope. I made a lamp, but that was in wood shop. Mm. I mean... You still have it? It's so. I do, there? I do. It's in one of these boxes somewhere. That's great, though. It's... Yeah, I mean, it was on a, la- a lathe, lathe. I can't even pronounce that thing anymore. It's I guess so to, like, to bring it back, my shop class in high school was a robotics class. Oh, wow. And I don't remember any of that. So, hmm. And I don't even have a, a robot to show for it. Damn it. I did go to the robot competition, though. Oh, yeah? I wasn't like competing, but it was like if you were in the robot lab, you got a day of off of school to go cheer on the robot team. Huh. Wait, that's so you just got to go cheer on a robot. Yeah. You didn't actually help with the team. I so mean, much. I, I rode the subway with the team. I feel like that's an important <laughs> piece of moral support. You're like the the towboy to the robot team. I think I was like a hype man for the robot team, like the going up there, like yeah, let's get this. All <laughs> right, don't hit the mic. You're supposed to drop it, not hit it. Uh, um. Ugh, the mic. Uh, all right. Let's see. Did you have any questions about the Cubetto or vice versa? Uh, yeah. I I do like the the sort of screenless concept. We are very aware of like screen time and all that stuff with Betty and Iris. I mean, we're. Uh, she basically gets a couple hours every other week for you know one day hmm. i'm trying to think of what i mean obviously i don't remember being betty's age yeah uh i feel like at that age i probably had 10 hours of screen time a day based on my parents i had very controlled television until i was much much older yeah uh but i don't know i could tell you how much i was getting like i know i watched sesame street and i know i watched mr rogers right and that's a total of an hour and a half and i'll be honest sesame street was better back then sure uh but I don't know what, I don't yeah. know from what age and how much. It's it's one of those, because I'm certainly about how I was four or five. I think I was watching both shows once a day, but that's that's very different from two. Right, I mean, but also I think programming twenty years ago was exceedingly different. You know, yeah, thirty years ago, thirty-five years ago, whatever. Uh, and there's just there's just I mean I was born in a day and age when cable when I was that when I was Betty's age cable didn't exist or it existed in like those offshoots like we got to get programming to the people in the Appalachias sure like that's what it was and there w- it wasn't a common household thing we we got like the first round of cable when I was like ten or something yeah yeah I don't I don't remember. I don't remember knowing when we had cable because, of course, PBS is just PBS. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and I mean, I remember when Sesame Street didn't sell toys, and I feel like that was a big shift for them because now yeah, there were Sesame laws about in... that, weren't there? Like, like, yeah. <laughs> like that whole after GI Joe, like that whole thing, like came down on them. They were like, no, you can't just sell toys. You, there is, you, or you know, there has to be education involved. <laughs> Yeah, it's a very strange. It's ve- uh, yeah, children's programming is very strange, and I I don't relish having to figure that out. Like, like yeah, you have to. yeah, uh, we're not we're not that far away from that, but sure. <laughs> hopefully, by the time I have a kid, this has all worked itself out and everything's perfect. All right, let's bring out the puppets and. Uh, <laughs> 
Alright, what's next? Uh, next I have The Edge, an all-in-one desk solution for modern life and work from the people at edgedesk.com out of okay. Chicago, Illinois. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a desk, as you may have uh, assumed. It looks like a massage chair. It looks a little bit like a massage chair, but it has a, it has a table in front of it. Yeah. Uh, and you, you, it's collapsible, and their idea is you'll just bring it places. Yeah, and is that really, they really think you're just going to carry that? How much does that weigh? At the studio, at the dorm, at uh, home, at the office. In your car. In your, in your the truck in your car. <laughs> this is someone waiting for a subway. Oh, they are carrying it. Why? I would never, I would never, even, I don't care how much it folds, I would never be like, you know what, I'm going to take that chair to uh, Coffee Bean. Yeah. I'm just going to go hang out at the Starbucks. I mean, I can't imagine the people at Starbucks are going to let you do it. Why <laughs> can't I see what this weighs? Uh, it feels like, yeah, that should be up front. How much does it weigh? About 25 pounds. Nope. No. <laughs> really? I'm carrying Betty around with me, essentially. That's right. terrible. That's heavy, man. Well, and, and a lot of these places, like... At the dorm, uh, my my college dorm always supplied me with a desk. Yeah, as part of the college experience. Right. Uh, at home, I guess if I didn't have a desk, I could think about this. But, but I think most people who need to work at home buy desks when they move, or sure. have a desk that they move with them. Yeah. If you move tomorrow, you'd you'd bring this. Right? I mean, this is. I mean, it's a way bigger experience. Like I have an L-shaped desk in here with a you know a topper. I don't know what that's called. I like it, yeah, a topper. topper sounds good. I like it because it's on top. And at yeah. the office, I think most offices will provide you with a desk. <laughs> yeah, if I don't need one. I don't think there's a lot of business like oh yeah, bring your desk from home. I mean, it's it's an ergonomic chair that you know it's the sitting on your knees versus against your back that's supposed to be better for you. Yeah, I I feel like I can't do that for long. And they're they more than once sell it as like for artists. Sure, it's kind of like, got uh, a drafting table feel to it. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's not cheap. Uh, the early birds are all gone, so all you could get is the regular uh, edge, which is what was it three hundred forty nine dollars. Right. Uh, which is a lot. I mean, it's 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 I guess less than it's less than the desk I have, but I have like a I have a standing desk. I have a desk that goes up and down. I have right. yeah. a desk motor. I'm I'm pretty positive it's less than this desk was, but this was given to me, so for me this was free. Sure. But it's, yeah. I mean what what does a desk cost at IKEA, right? What is sure. is that what they're competing with? Because it's not gonna be your primary desk. Like no matter what no, they it's say. It's not gigantic. It's a it's a short it's your, working yeah, desk. It's your, I mean maybe that college that hypothetical college student. Yeah, I, I mean, it looks nice. I'm sure if, like, I went somewhere that just had those, I would use it. Yeah. I don't see, I don't see the need to, to own that, and I definitely wouldn't want to carry that around with me to different places. Okay, a desk from Ikea seems to run somewhere between $150 on the low end and, and uh, you know, up to $400. For, like, something that looks a lot like this, but without the right. L, seems to be $430. Uh, you can get very cheap desks. Yeah, I mean, Ikea, I think, is the, the very cheap end. Yeah. So probably comparing it to more like Office Depot or uh, whatever. That's the place that sells desks? Sure. Yeah. 
Uh, nope, those seem to run right around the same uh, same rate. So this, <laughs> so, is, this is expensive well, for that a That is expensive and smaller, but it is portable. Yeah. More or less portable. Uh, I, like, I get it. They're, they're showing a lot of like urban environments. I've lived yeah. in small places yes. uh, in if my life. Yes, if you're in New where... York and you need a desk, great. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't have a garage. You don't have... A second bedroom. You, I mean, you don't have any rooms, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. folding this up and putting it under your bed is whatever. But then it makes sense for sure. What is what's happening in this picture here? These are the accessories you could get for your desk. Cup holder. I mean, these none of these exist, right? Because this is just a drawing. But yeah, little tray. The tray. Of, paper know, holder. This this someone's not phone. Not really holder. sure what else is happening on there. Is that? Uh, a, is this a? That's a cup holder. A, I'm almost positive. Unless it's a speaker. And that's just an extra add-on, more uh, more desk. A cup holder, a speaker, <laughs> oh, an speaker? LED light powered by USB, which uh -huh. I guess is are these. Okay. Uh, and a few others. Okay, well then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like this is like an in-out box. Sure. Yeah. What is that? Tablet caddy. That what's that to the left of that? That looks like an arm. This. Yeah. Uh, the all-seeing robot eye. Yep. All right. Great. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a thermometer, but it's not a thermometer. Like It kind of looks like, you know, one of those, when you have that light that's on that arm that bends, but it's oh, just collapsed. Sure, maybe. maybe that is the light. I assume so, that thing's the so light. So these are the speakers, then? Oh, yeah, those are speakers. And what's this? I think that's just more desk. Like, I just, need, like I just need more? three extra inches, three cubic inches of desk right up here. Yeah. <laughs> I would need my, my cup holders here, and then right past the cup holder, I need... I just, I just need a place to put down a donut. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I like that. <laughs> Some, I mean, maybe. Maybe that's the thing, is they should just make the completely modular desk. Maybe that would be the upsell on this that makes it work. But doesn't that exist? I mean... <laughs> yeah, like this, this... They're right. It's perfect for like a small living space. Sure. And it would be great for the dorm room where they don't supply you with a desk. But I don't think you should go to that college. I don't think you should go to the college. It's like, the, oh yeah, times are tight. We got rid of all our desks. Welcome to Bryn Mawr Light. Yeah. Um, oh, you wanted the Ivy League. You got the Thornbush. I don't. I don't know. Why are the chairs thorns? Uh, yeah, like, I guess if like when I was in college, if you told me like you can either have this or the desk we would normally give you, and we'll get that desk out of there, maybe I would have taken it just because it had a bigger footprint and I didn't do any of my work in my room anyway. Sure, but but yeah, I don't know. I'd have to honestly try sitting in this for an hour. They claim that they've they've tested it with. Uh, People as small as four seven and eighty nine pounds to six three three fifteen, and all both the largest and smallest of our testers thought it was very comfortable. I don't know if that means all the people in the middle were like, "This sucks," but yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I know we used to have a chair that was basically that style, sure, uh, and I hardly ever used it. And I don't know if that's a matter of I just didn't have the abs to like <laughs> sit straight like that that long. Or, I, I mean, it was a chair, so there's nothing to lean on when you're that forward. Yeah. So maybe having the desk there changes that whole thing. But I feel like I, I just like to lean back more and be like, ah, oh, super cool, this chair with the back on it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like. Well, they say it'll help with back pain, but who yeah, knows, right? right? 
I mean, yeah, because I'm sure, like, sitting like this for three hours, seven hours, you know, ten hours a day, you get you just build up core and abs, because you can't, you can't cheat out on it and, and just be like, I'm a, I'm a lazy person. As, like, a Kickstarter note, they, they're they well over their goal. They want $165,000, sure. they're up to three ten. Oh, No stretch goals. They seem to have, wow. they have announced none and huh. seem to have no plans for stretch goals. And this is just what it is. Still got, like, three quarters of the way to go on this yeah. campaign, so. If they I mean, wanted to push, they could probably push. Yeah. But they seem to just be like, nope, this is our product. I mean, I, yeah. Um, I respect that a little bit, right? You know, sure. A lot of people get in trouble over-promising with their stretch goals. Yeah, but. coolest cooler. Those dig because they, oh, they, 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 they they're like yeah yeah they, they may never send the rest of those coolers to I those people that they, uh, those poor people they fell i mean are they gone or like they're not gone gone they just need to raise more money to cover shipping costs because they're dumb right but yeah they might not do per, that pretty much means they're done yeah uh, speaking of being done <laughs> Uh, next week we're going to take a look at possibly the uh, homebrew kit. I like that homebrew kit, yeah. The, uh, the art brew. We'll take a look at that and uh, some other things. It's it's weird they didn't like edible cutlery or oh, I see. that yeah, stupid that was razor. Weird. I didn't see the razor, I don't think. Uh, well, let's save it for the next time. No, I didn't see that, but I did see the edible cutlery. What the hell is the deal with the razor? Uh, they have, there's a... Why? It uses the straight razors and it, it, oh, it, oh, whoa. it opens like ah, that. Huh. I mean, that just seems like an old school razor, actually. Oh, as someone who owns an old school razor, no, it's, you it's have not. to like, unscrew oh, okay. it instead of this oh, door thing. It's a very okay. silly thing. but it's, That's just creepy to me. Yeah, it's a little creepy. I'd rather just get a straight razor if that's what I was going to do, I guess. Oh, no, I, I would never I use would a straight never, razor. I just get the, I'm just, gonna kill myself, yeah. I just get the the quadruplate whatever i see i got mad at the i got mad at the cost of cartridges so i switched to the so no I you just like use the same blade. one for 20 years until you bleed or somebody sends you one for free but a razor like just a razor blade costs I nothing i mean yes <laughs> that's true anyway more stuff like that next week uh, thank you for joining us, guys. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and kickinshow.com. Catch us live every Thursday, streaming behind the scenes and taking questions from the chat room on youtube.com slash samproof slash live. And download the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and more. You can find all the links on kickinshow.com. We'll see you next week. Finally, a Stitcher shout-out. I've done Stitcher shoutouts. You don't do it at the top, though. You do the Stitcher no, at, the end, it at the end, but not at the top. I don't yeah. think anyone knows. Yeah, do you use Stitcher? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm we really trying to know what Stitcher is. I should cut that part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should stop it? Yeah, 